Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the Navi Yechezkel, the Prophet Ezekiel, chapter 27. We are currently in the middle of the prophecies against Tyre. This is a series where Ezekiel turns his attention to the other nations, the nations that surrounded Israel. And in chapter 26, he described clearly how the people of Tyre, which was an island nation, uh, just off the coast of what's today Lebanon, just to the north of Israel. And Tyre uh, had also gloated on the, at the defeat of the people of Israel. And in punishment to that, Ezekiel declared that they would suffer the wrath of Nebuchadnezzar and destruction. I mentioned last time that um, this is a prophecy that's being stated prior to what we know historically as the siege of Tyre that was laid by Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. <clears throat> Unlike the other nations whom Ezekiel predicted their destruction, and they actually did get destroyed by the Babylonians, historically later on what actually happened to Tyre was that Nebuchadnezzar was unable to conquer Tyre uh, by laying siege and in the end um, Eventually, Tyre did capitulate, but didn't suffer the utter destruction uh, that was described by Ezekiel uh, in the last chapter. And the last chapter, I mentioned that um, that maybe this is because the people of Tyre got the message, and that's certainly a plausible possibility that they were warned, uh, the seed was laid, and they might have learned. Uh, humility. They might have uh, just realized that that what the lesson that God was trying to teach them. In this chapter, we'll get some more hints uh, as to exactly what the um, what might have happened to Tyre and why. And we'll learn a lot about the economy and commerce during that time period, which is extremely similar to economies and commerce today in very in a lot of ways. This is going to be quite a sophisticated speech by by Ezekiel about commerce and what commerce means and what relationships between nations mean and why this should lead each nation to humility rather than to hubris. So let's begin chapter 27. And the word of God to me was as follows. You human beings, I want you to, to cry a lamentation or a dirge over the destruction and the end of Tsar. Right away we notice that God just predicted, you know, through Ezekiel and just told him the prophecy of destruction. And now he's telling him, I want you to lament it. I want you to cry. Even though Tyre was the enemy of his people, the people of Ezekiel. God is trying to teach him the lesson that that I, God, in other words, and so should you, Ezekiel, and so should everyone, all of us, you and I realize that God does not want or seek the destruction of these people. However, what God really wants is for them to get the lesson, turn around, so that everyone can prosper. And this is what the, the lamentation should be. And from this lamentation, we're going to get a hint as to the, the destruction of, of Tzor, of Tyre. Uh, verse 3, the Amar and I want you to say to the regarding Tyre, Hayoshevis on the Voot Yam, the one, the 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 Tsor, the Tyre that lives in the gateways of the sea. Rochelet Toamim, you are the merchant 
of the nations. You're the one that does business with all the nations. Everyone comes to you. Everyone delivers food and goods and, and commodities to you, and you deliver, uh, you know, you are the port where all commerce goes through. Eliim Rabim, all through all the other islands. So says the Lord God. You used to say, I am the beautiful, beautiful city. When you used to say that, you brag about yourself and your greatness. Your your boundaries were in were were throughout the seas. Your the people that built you made you big and beautiful in in, in the sea. And then we're going to describe the beauty and the might and the power and the global reach, so to speak, of the people of Tyre. They brought cypress trees from Sinir, in order to build the beams that you needed for your buildings. They took cedars from Lebanon in order to make the um, uh, Torah is the uh, masts of the ships. Alonim mi Bashan, they brought oak trees from the land of Bashan, Asu Mishotayach, that's how they made the oars with which you rowed your boats. Karsheikh Asu Shein Basurim, they made your, your beams for your building, and they made um, things out of Shein, which is usually translated as, as ivory, they put into the beams to make them beautiful. And the ivory came Kitim from the land of, from the islands of Kitim, which apparently had populations of elephants from which they took iron, I mean uh, ivory. They brought linen that was grown in as we know that flax was grown in Egypt. That's what they used as the cloths for your sails. So that they should be could, people could see the, sail, the sails from a long distance. Tchelet v'argamon with uh, uh, blue and purple dyed wool, me'iye Elisha, which was brought from the islands of Elisha, hayam chaseich, those were what you used as your coverings and as your um, carpets and and cloth. Yoshvei b'tzidon v'arvad, the people that lived in Sidon and Arvad, hayushatimlach. You brought those people into you. You were so wealthy and so powerful that everyone came in to you to be manual laborers. Very similar to what we have today where wealthy countries have manual laborers come from other countries to row for you. You had the intelligent, uh, skilled craftsmen in within you. And they were the ones who, um, who, who led the ships, who, who were the supervisors of the ships while the others did the manual labor. Ziknei geval v'chachamel ha'yabach, the um, elders, the, the older intelligent people from Geval and all of her smart, educated people came to you, machazike bitkech. But for you, they were like, uh, they were like nothing. You know, in their place, they might have been the intelligent, educated ones, but compared to you, they were still just the ones who checked out your repairs and checked out your ships and, and they were beneath you. All of the ships of the sea, and all of the sailors, they all came to you in order to, to, to uh, trade and, and, and barter and, and do business. The people that came from Paras and Lud and Put, they were all mercenaries in your armies. They were mercenaries in your armies. They were the ones that put on shields and helmets in order to defend you. They were the ones that made you into such, something with such splendor. Right, we're getting the sense 
that what we we that that the wealth and might and majesty of Tyre was built upon their relationships with others, built upon goods and commodities that came from others, built upon labor from other places, built upon wisdom that was taken from other places. We're getting the idea that we're getting to the direction of learning what this lesson is going to be, that the people of Tyre did have a beautiful city, but they, they kept... They thought that it was all because of themselves and not because of all the what everyone else contributed to them. That was the, the source of the arrogance of Tyre. The arrogance of Tyre was that they didn't give the credit to all of those people which made them so great. But I'm going to continue in verse 11. B'nei Arvad v'cheilech People from Arvad and Cheilech al-chomot saviv They were the ones that surrounded your walls and defended you and people from Gamad they were the ones that defended your towers they hung their quivers full of arrows around your walls they were the ones who made you beautiful the people of Tarshish which was a faraway island um, sometimes identified with um, uh, I'm sorry, I, it slips my mind. The, uh, but some, it's variously identified with different islands in the Mediterranean. So they traded with you because you had so much money. So therefore they came to bring their goods to you. And they dealt in silver and iron and tin and lead. And that's what they, they did to trade your wares, to trade money and for your money. Yavon, Tuval, Vameshech, people from Yavon and Tuval and Meshech, more places. They were the merchants with whom you traded, Benefesh Adam, and they traded in slaves, which is, was looked upon as a commodity, human, human commodity. And they traded in copper um, uh, vessels, that's what they gave. In, in, in exchange for the human beings that they were trading. Mi Beit Togarma, from the place called Beit Togarma, Susimu Farashimu Fradim, that's where you got horses and riders and mules. Nasnu is Vonayach, that's what they traded in, in your ports. Bnei Dedan, the people from Dedan, Rochlayach, they, they also were your merchants, they also traded with you. Im Rabim Sechorat Yadeich, so many islands, so many nations, so many places had and traded your goods. Karnot chain they traded in in ivory horns. Vihovnim Heshivu Eshkarech and they and um Ebony they gave uh, in tribute to you for your for your wealth. Aram Sochartech Mirova Maasoyach the people of Aram, they also traded with you because you had so many goods to trade with them. But Nofech, and what did they give you? They gave you Nofech, Argamon, Verikma, turquoise, purple, wool, embroidery, Uvutz, Viramot, Vichadkod, Nasbubiz, Vonayach, and linen, and coral, and other uh, uh, um, expensive uh, goods and stones. Yehuda, Ve'eretz Yisrael, the northern kingdom of Israel, and the southern kingdom of Judah, they also, they were also traded with you. They brought you um, wheat and honey and oil and, 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 uh, and uh, balm. That, that's what they, those are commodities that you brought in from Judah and Israel. Damasek, Damascus, Tochartech, Berov Masayach, Merov Kohon, 
they also traded with you uh, with so many valuable things, with white wool and a certain kind of wine, and Dun and Yavan that came from the area of Uzal, they also traded with you. What did they trade? Barzel, Asoski, They trafficked in iron and other other goods, Kasia and Kalamas. Not sure what all these things are, but the, I think you get the point. The Dun Rochaltecha Bevidei Chofesh Lerichba Arav Vachol Nasiye Kedar. So the Dun traded with you in in saddlecloths, Arabia, and all the people from Kedar. Hema Socharayadech. They traded with you Bekarim Veilim Vatudim Bam Socharach. They traded in lambs and rams and goats. Rochle Shiva, the people from Shiva, which is somewhere in modern day Sudan or Ethiopia, the Rama, Hemorochlaiach, they came Barosh Kalbosim with spices of Cholev and Yukara and valuable stones, stones, Vizahav and gold, Nasnuzmunaiach, they gave in exchange. Charon Vachaneve Eden, Rochle Shiva, Ashtud, Kilmar, Rochaltech, these other places also traded with you. Hemorochlaiach, Bimach Lulim. These were all the ones who traded with you in all these fabrics, Beglome Trelet with blue wool, the Rikma, who begins the Beromim, Bachavolim, Chavushim, Baruzim, Bemarchutech. I'm sorry if I don't translate each thing, but I think the idea that Ezekiel is trying to uh, uh, convey is understood. Eniyot Tarshish, the ships from Tarshish, Shorotayach, Ma'aravech, Vatimali, Vatichbedi, Maod, Belev Yamim. All the, they, they, the ships from Tarshish, they were all served in your industry and trade, and, um, and they all became full and heavy in the seas, full of the merchandise that they traded in your ports. Bemayim rabim heviuch Those that rode their boats to you, they came uh, um, in through, through um, they, they brought you through heavy waters or, or great waters. In other words, the people that rode their ships made, uh, came through the waters and, and helped this process that the waters, that your location in the sea became so valuable. But then an easterly wind, which typically means a destructive wind, smashed you in the middle of the sea. Now, even though the, um, I'm at verse 26 now, even though the the actual destruction did not come through the siege of Nebuchadnezzar, but Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon destroyed all of these, well not all, but a large percentage of the countries that we just mentioned, and ended up controlling all of the trade, which in the end did bring Tyre to its heels. So Tyre, because its source of pride was so artificial. It didn't give credit to all of these nations and all of these peoples that contributed to making Tyre beautiful, but thought that it was all them and took, their, took the credit all for themselves rather than all of the other people from all of these other countries with all of the commodities that they offered that actually made Tyre great and all of the wisdom that they contributed to their shipbuilding and their buildings and so on. That was the source of the pride of Tyre, and that Nebuchadnezzar did break and did smash and did bring Tyre down, which is why in the next, um, in the next verse 27, we're going to read as follows, all of your wealth and all of your money and all of your goods, all of the people who sailed, all of the people who were the supervisors of your ships, all of those mercenaries that you hired, all of the people you made deals with, 
all and so on. Hashem Bach that were within you, everyone, all of the congregation, all the people that lived within you, when you fall, they will all fall. Which also, of course, means the converse. When they all fall, you fall. Your whole greatness falls when they fall. When the people that are running your ship start to cry because they're destroyed, your Ashumigro shows, then the, um, all of the, uh, Places will shake and tremble. They'll all have to come out of their ships. All those people that are rowing the oars, bringing goods back and forth. All the sailors, all of those that run the ships, the captains of the ships. They'll all be stuck in the land. There'll be no more commerce going back and forth. And they're, they're, then they're going to raise out their voices regarding you, and they're all going to cry. Everyone's going to cry. Everyone's going to be heard. They'll place dirt on their heads. Cover themselves with ashes. They'll tear out their hair. And wear sackcloth. And cry over you. With, with uh, bitter laments. And, and uh, broken hearted. And all, all of the... Um, Children, will, all of their children will, will start crying out in a lamentation and lament over you. Who is like Tsar Kidum which was, uh, who is like Tsar that is now silent within the sea? But is when all of your wares are no longer in the sea, when they're emptied out of the sea, his pat amim rabim. I'm sorry. When all of your wares were being delivered across the sea, you satisfied so many nations with all of your wealth. Everyone else got wealthy from you, just like you got wealthy from them. This is verse 34. For when you became wrecked on the seas, follow everything, and all of your, everyone that lives within you, within you, all fell. So in other words, when the commerce fell, you fell. And then, all the people that depended on you for business, they are all appalled over your downfall. The kings have lost their source of commerce. They've torn out their hair. Their faces become, become saddened and their faces become twisted with grief. This is verse 36. Those that were businessmen, the merchants among the nations, they hissed and cried over you. You have become uh, something horrible, something horrifying, and no longer forever do you exist. We get the idea. I know this was a little lengthy, but that's how Ezekiel wrote it. But I think he effectively gave us the impression and understanding of what the downfall of Tyre was. When the, when, whether Nebuchadnezzar conquered them in a siege or not is really not that important. The idea is that the destruction came because the commerce ended. And it, and it forced Tyre to realize that there was never anything so great about us when we were us alone. It was all the people, all the connections, and, and the commerce that we had, and the wisdom that we shared with others that made us great. We all need to take this to, to this lesson, both on a national level and on a personal level, and understand that none of our greatness is because of us alone. All of our greatness, whatever we do achieve that is great, is always going to be at least to a large extent, if not almost completely, due to all of the people and groups and countries that we, we were influenced by, that we were helped by, that we have done business with, that we have talked to, that we have learned from, 
etc. Thank you so much for studying Ezekiel 27 together. Looking forward to studying Ezekiel 28 and of course the rest of the book together.